Welcome to the Buck and Strutton Podcast, the chronicles of two unlegendary public land hunters. Your home for hunting tactics, strategies, and stories. I'm your host Dustin Rector along with your other host Nick Bellis. This is episode 8. Today this is the part 2 to our previous episode or 2019 deer season breakdown. Today we're just gonna kind of go and talk about our goals that we have for the upcoming season. I mean you know along with all the encounters and everything that we had this past season it kind of left us off on a cliffhanger like we had talked about last episode on last week of season. You know and just everything how it seemed like we started making things click the moment that that happened it was like season was over before our eyes and you know i think a lot of people experience that you get down to the end of the season it's like all right i'm fully ready now i'm everything everything's wrapped up it's like you're not hunting around searching anymore you've had countless months countless days tons of time to really get in and process everything and then you finally reach this point and then season's over before you know it so here we are we're trying to really you know analyze everything that happened to us this past season and we're trying to prepare for this season so that way maybe our success comes in a little bit sooner than it does later as far as you know i mean at least even seeing deer quantities of deer or specific deer we're trying to target for this upcoming season right the the goals are always it's always fun because it it kind of lets your imagination run wild a little bit you know obviously being realistic in what you're in what you're setting but it really it help it, it helps me focus on the upcoming task at hand yeah and i mean i just i can't wait like we are six weeks away from the Missouri opener and thankfully with with our schedules you know between work and school we're able to we'll be able to hunt the opener yeah which is that's that's kind of a cool little tradition but you know I I guess you know I'll go right into it real quick uh, my goals for this upcoming season are I have three my my first one is to study the white-tailed deer more in depth you know whenever watching that body language and watching them do what they do i think will help me become a better hunter Mm -hmm. and i mean in order to do that you have to get on deer so that kind of make forces me to look for the sign and hunt the sign versus just hunting what I would say would be, oh, this is great terrain feature. I'm going to hunt this. And the, um, my second goal would be, is I, I really want to kill a mature buck. You know, like I, 
that's kind of it. I really want to try to put down at least a three-year-old. Yeah. And there's some spots that I know for a fact it can happen at. It's just a matter of lining everything up and, and getting out there. But it, it's always it's always tempting. You know, you have a two-and-a-half-year-old that comes in public land. If I don't kill it, somebody else is going to kill it. Yeah. But holding out and really just trying to put down something that – you know, it, it's it's more of a master class mature buck in a way. And I guess that that leads me to my third goal for this this upcoming season. And, I mean, it's just hard, you know. like Push yourself even further. There comes, there comes a point in that season where I get, you know, you, maybe you do need to take a step back and take a break. But just to keep pushing. And whereas it might be like, oh, I'll go sit this bench where I know I've seen deer a little bit here and there. But if I push back an extra half mile, I know for a fact I'll be I'll be someplace where my odds are even higher. And just to, no matter what's going on, how tired I am, take advantage of all the opportunities that I have when I'm able to go out to the woods. Yeah. I'd say that probably, I mean, that resonates pretty well with you know my goals for the season like I'll go over pretty much my big three two I mean I'm right there with you as far as like knowing the whitetail in itself and knowing the animal like just it's everyday actions really understanding and studying the animal thoroughly I feel like makes us a better hunter a better woodsman you know just a better steward for the sport conservationist and knowing what benefits them it just any way you want to slice it or wrap your head around it. I want to better understand and better know the white-tailed deer as an animal, rather not just as an animal I'm pursuing, just, you know, like anything you would study or learn as a whole. Right. So with that, I mean, plus two, it's like, yeah, I'm all about, like, I want to, we thought we hunted hard this past season. I want to up the game. I want, yeah, I don't want it. What we did last season I don't want it to hold a flame to what we're about to do this season. Exactly. I want us to go even harder, just to push even further, go deeper, and just get out and get as many good encounters, as many good experiences, get more observation time in, get more scouting time in, and I mean just absolutely just push, 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 because at the end of the day, you know, I mean, they say slow and steady won the race, but, like, we're on a time clock. We are. Four months goes by fast. Four months goes, like by, goes fast. by fast. And I mean, those first two months, then you have rifle season hits the scene. Yeah. And you know, then you're competing with, I mean, the Orange Army and when that, they come out. That no makes deer, these no goals. Deer, yeah, no deer is safe then. Right. So if your target deer or whatever it is you're after, you know, if they're lucky enough to survive that rifle season, you still have that lying chance there at that last half of bow season. And I think that kind of leads me into my third goal. And my third goal is... There is a certain buck in particular. Now, I'm not too picky. I'm pretty easy going as it is. I want myself to mature a three and a half plus year old deer. Something very mature. You know, a good sizable buck. But in specific with that, there is a specific buck that I have in mind that I would really like to harvest and I would like to hunt him in particular. And the thing that makes him difficult is that there is a branch chain of public land in this one area that I have scouted out. I've hunted it before, but intercepting through it, 
are pieces of private, then you know, I mean, he's obviously using the private to bounce around from place to place. Right. And not knowing the landowners or what they're doing or, like, if they have anyone that hunts their property, you know, I'm not the only one that knows about this deer probably. So, I mean, with that being said, like, my goal is to hone in on public around private trying to find my gold duck, which I call Levi for short. Leviathan is what I kind of gave him his full name. I mean, he's the monster of the deep. He didn't come out last year. Like, I didn't even know he was like existed until last year. I had a spot, like I've talked about in previous episodes, high up on a ridge top. It's very hard to access, very hard to get to. I didn't have him until the rut hit. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, he was there for a week, and then he disappeared entirely. And then going back through in this one area, you know, following a rub line in and a few scrapes were up on the hill, actually like right next to the main roadway to access this place, going down further in there, setting up a camera. By the time, you know, the first week of February went by, because I mean, I set this camera up at the end of the January, you know, I started getting pictures of him and then pictures, I'm guessing, of what is his brother, because they are nearly identical. And then another more good bachelor group of you know younger deer like it's led me to the conclusion okay this is the area that i need to start honing in and targeting by the time the rut swings around or even like right after rifle season ends when we start going to that secondary rut maybe i need to swing my direction down here and start watching out instead it you know it it's always good whenever you like that for what you're saying, like you have it probably 85, 90% of the way cracked. Yep. You know, there, there is a barrier there. Like you said, it, it's that piece of private. And I mean, we haven't even attempted to go talk to the, the owner just about, you know, I, I don't necessarily even want to hunt his property. I just want to know right. if this is where, if he would let us scout it, maybe we should ask to shed hunt it and try to pick up. Yeah what's going on but i think that for you i think that there's a lot of a lot of good potential especially from the sign that you have found you know the bedding yeah the bedding the amount of rubs that were in that bedding area and the amount of big rubs that were in that bedding area and the way that you plan on accessing it through kind of the back door in a way. Working the terrain. I mean, right. like, you know, if you were to walk straight to, like, what I'm calling my stand site or where I plan to hang and sit the first time, if you were to walk straight there, it's relatively, it's an easy path, but the only thing that's going to trick you is how the way that the wind's working that day or your thermals are. So, essentially, I'm pretty much taking a buck's route of travel the way that they would do it swinging down and making a complete j-hook to come back over and around going down below the next ridge over trying to you know i mean not have the least amount of my scent going through there as possible right and i I think that knowing that and having a solid plan that whenever the rut comes or rifle season or post rifle season i'd say that you have a very a very good shot especially with the fact that we've set up some mock scrapes or plan to and really try to get him to 
like that there's a hot doe in there. Yeah. Especially if if that's not too far from where he's betting at, I think that we have. I think we have a very solid chance. A very solid chance. It it is fun, you know, and I think that when you talk about goals, these they don't they might not sound like a lot, but you know, to me and I know to you that these personal goals, it's just something to keep pushing you. Yeah. And as as a hunter, you know, we look at hunting whether it. it any way you want to slice it, there's camaraderie involved. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, after the hunt, the phone calls, the pictures, the texts, cooking with family and friends from the game that you had harvested. And, I mean, who's to say that within this, take your hunting partner and if you're not seeing the stuff that, you, uh, that you, you're you you not wanting to see, get together with your with your partner, your friends, your hunting group, and just make goals to yeah. try to keep pushing. Yeah. Because that, and that's when you look at guys like Dan Infault and all these big name DIY guys that are killing monster deer on public land. There's no quit in them. No, there's, there's not. There's no quit, and I think you have to overcome that. Whether it's whether it's raining, whether it's snowing or freezing cold, just mentally prepare yourself that you're going to get out there yep and that's that is that is key it it is key and uh you know i i'm would be open to through our social media pages you know for people who are listening send us send us your goals and we will do our damnedest to try to keep up with that yeah throughout the season and try to see if we can't hold you guys accountable and i know that there's other um people out there in the in the hunting industry that talk about goals and having that mindset and accountability i just i think that it takes a lot like you have to have someone there to to help back you up the uh oh it can't get here soon enough you know i I think i've said that already but i'm i'm so excited uh the bow is i know my bow i'm shooting pretty good i know you just got your arrows in Mm -hmm. like that's that's a freaking awesome you're gonna you're gonna fletch them and get them all ready to rock and roll. Yep. And I mean, before you know it, I mean, it's about time to really start breaking all the gear out and getting it squared away. Yep. You know, I know that we were gonna put some uh, what would they call it, stealth strips, like to silence our some of oh, the stands yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think that it, not necessarily stealth strips, but just something to make some of these metal stands that we have quiet. Yeah. I mean, it, it's literally, it's it's time to do it and start getting everything ready to roll because before you know it, man, you're going to wake up and it's going to be Tuesday morning of opening day. Well, guys, I, uh, I think that that'll do us in for this episode on our goals for the upcoming season. Uh, if you haven't, please follow us on Instagram or Facebook. You can find us at Buck and Strutting Outdoors and please uh, leave us a rating and a comment if the platform you're listening to provides that uh please check out our our instagram page we're starting to post uh a little bit more on kind of like what we're doing right now in the off season we're going to take some videos of modifying our gear and just getting it ready to go so i hope you guys are all staying safe and hunt relentlessly thank you